Jake. I like video games. Well, hey there, Tony. I like video games, too. Welcome to another episode of Hey, I Like That Game. It's Hey, I Like That Game. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that, that should be our new theme song right there. I don't think so. Uh, Jake, how you doing? <laughs> Tony, I'm doing great. Uh, pretty quick since our last episode. I I like the uh, the quick turnaround on that. So uh, Yeah, the... I want to to kind of mix in a really short game to try to get another episode out as quick as possible here. Uh, mm-hmm. What it's only been a short time since our last episode, but have you uh, played any different games since then? I have. So actually, this one was uh, one of your suggestions, which is a uh, War Groove, which is a new turn-based strategy game that I've been playing on the Switch. I noticed that game looked just like uh, Advance Wars, and I was like, oh, dude, Jake's going to fucking love this game. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what you told me. You said it looks a lot like Advance Wars, and I checked out like a few steals myself, and it's like, that's it. I'm sold. That's all I need. I love Advanced Wars, and there hasn't been one of those games in so long. And this is a, this is a good version of that, so it's like a medieval uh, turn-based Advance Wars type game. Um, so it's a little, it's like Fire Emblem, but the hero, or people don't level up. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's a good version of it. It's solid, it's ba- balanced, it's enjoyable. There are a few issues I have with it, like, so there are, other than, uh, like, you have a commander on the field who has a special ability. Other than that special ability, there's no variation from commander to commander and like civilization like they're all exactly the same just like a few of them are reskins of other uh units there's no customization there and it like leads it to it being a bit more monotonous a bit more quickly but it's not it's not game breaking like they have good win conditions in this game that are different than advanced wars that makes means matches don't drag on too much that was always the biggest issue for me with that series of games is once you knew who was going to win, you still had to play for a while longer. Yeah. yeah. And this this helps eliminate it. I just wish they That's had good. just like a bit more in there, like a bit more diversity and strategy involved in it. Yeah. Well, the the thing yeah. that I heard about that game uh, that's interesting is that like it, it comes with a lot of tools. So it's like here's a single player campaign, here's local and online multiplayer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a map editor. So it's like yeah. It's this is like a quintessential war game in the in the style of Advance Wars, right? Like this seems to be like a really good package if you like that those type of games. Like I I personally will not buy this game because I know I'm not going to enjoy that style, but this looks mm-hmm. like the best one of those in a very long time. Right, yeah. If you at all like that style of gameplay, like a Fire Emblem or especially an Advanced Wars, this game's worth checking out. Yeah, cool. Cool cool. What about you? What have you been, Tony? I know we've been. Uh, what have you been playing, Tony? What have you been, Tony, playing? Uh, I know there's one game that we've been playing a bit together that I know you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um. So this past week, uh, there was some really exciting news that uh, Respawn, uh, the guys who make the Titanfall games one and two, uh, they dropped a battle royale out of nowhere. Nobody really knew about this, and they're like, "Boom! Here it is." For free online today. They have like over 10 million players on the game already. Like it's it's fucking crazy. But it's called Apex Legend. And I played a little bit of that game when it first came out. And I realized it's not for me. Like I, I'm not. I, it's a very well made battle royale. But like the, it's it's not for me. It's uh. But it but playing that game. 
rekindled my passion to play Battle Royale. So I went back to one that I played months ago and talked about on this show, uh, Realm Royale, which, yeah, Jake, I've got you into this game a little bit. I know yeah, our friend Eric's bit. been playing, and like I've been playing solos, squads, duos. Like the game's pretty fun, right? Oh yeah, I have a great time with it. Um, so it's just you know another battle royale. Uh, the way this one is different is that you can like forge different uh, weapons and like passive yeah. abilities, and, and, and there's that's really classes. important. There's yeah, like classes there's, there. Yeah, so and it's you like, don't have to build. <laughs> Right. So it's and it looks like it looks and it shoots like Fortnite, which I I always kind of liked the the style of Fortnite and and the shooting never really bothered me too much. Um, I like that it's like a third person shooter. Uh, I like that. Uh, But I was really trash at building. Um, So Realm Royale kind of sits in the spot where their differentiation is there's hero classes to pick that all come with kind of loadouts that you can adjust. Um, Obviously, when you pick up gear in the game. Every time you pick up stuff, it's going to be different. But you can kind of spec out like, oh, I'm playing with a mage. Whenever I pick up bolt uh, staff weapons, uh, it does more damage or it has XYZ effect. You know, like there's some variation in there. But it's mostly just, you know, third-person shooter with you have like two kind of cooldowns that you're managing and like a a movement uh, ability and like an offensive or defensive, uh, you know, uh, active ability. And then, uh, like you said, there's the forge, which is like, it's a very interesting mechanic in a battle royale. Cause like it, the interesting component to me with battle royales is that it deals with space really well, you know, like it, like channeling people into different hotspots or there's going to be team fights and skirmishes. Yeah. Um, the forges act as like those kind of, um, team fight spots you know like people congregate around these forges and you can see people activating a forge from you know not anywhere on the map but if you're within eyeshot of it like you can see oh somebody's building something in there there's people there so you can go try to like you know take them out or whatever right Um, right and like if there are people there there's going to be some good loot there because they're making stuff so it really incentivizes going to those forges Right, exactly. I, I like games that kind of draw your attention a little bit because, like, you know, I, the first Battle Royale game I put any serious time into is PUBG. And I felt like so many times when I would play that game, I would just go somewhere, run and hide. I would try to kill a couple people, but it would be mostly hiding. Whereas in this game, it does a lot of interesting things to draw people together. Um, and it gives you a lot of powers. Like, it makes you feel powerful, um, mm-hmm. which I like right. a lot. It, and the other thing that's really interesting and it's kind of silly about it is um, when you are first killed, like your health bar taken down to zero, you turn into a chicken. And if you're yep. able to survive as a chicken for, you know, 15 seconds, sometimes, uh, you know, less than that, you respawn. Like you come back to life with like, you know, half a health bar or something. But like there are ways to stay alive past your initial death that adds an interesting cat and mouse game to it yeah i think it's a really fun way of doing respawns because it's another tense moment in the match and like in this skirmish you're having because in a one-on-one distance match it's really not too difficult to survive that 20 seconds and kind of like regain yourself and re-get in Um, right or then just like that 20 seconds where you need to respawn and you know you're down but you're you're watching your teammate and it's that just like extra like you can juke around here come on make it sort of thing it's really fun. It's a really interesting, different take on the respawn mechanic that's not in another Battle Royale game, uh, which yeah. I think just adds an extra tense, fun situation. Yeah, it's um, 
this is definitely my favorite of the battle royale genre so far is realm royale and it's it's funny like all the positivity right now is all around uh, apex legend and again i think that game is good it's just i i know that's not my style of battle royale it's not my style of shooter you know like apex legend is like really fast pace it's titanfall you know type shooting so it's frantic it's call of duty-esque and i'm terrible at that you know like this uh, Realm Royale is a lot more my speed. I'm having a really good time with it. Um, yeah, it's fun. I haven't tried Apex Legend, uh, but I have. I really don't want to. Like, I've never been completely sold on the Battle Royale. I just started playing Realm Royale because um, I don't know. It's fun to play with a team, and it's an, a good way to kill some time. Um, yeah. But I've never had like a particular affinity for Battle Royales, so I don't know if I would check out Apex Legend. It's cool to watch, though. It's fun to watch people play. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. I like the genre of battle royale games. Like, I am intrigued by it. I will play any take on a battle royale game as long as I can play it for free or for, or if I already own the game that has that mode in it. You know, this is a fun variation of it. I like that we're getting to the the moment now where battle royale games have heroes to it because like you know Apex Legend is built around you know having different heroes like drafting characters you know for your three person squad. It's uh, That game does a lot of very interesting things to move the Battle Royale genre forward. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very cool. Yeah, which is Uh, great. It's kind of like I was talking about with Wargroove. One of the things I don't like is it's every single time you go into a match, it's going to be the same, except just like a little bit of difference with the commander. And like with the Battle Royale games, and I think a lot with most, most games, if it gives you more options and an ability to kind of customize your loadout on what is kind of more repetitious gameplay... That does yeah. so much to spice up a game, and Realm Royale yeah. nails that. And I, it looks like Apex Legend does too, and it's cool that variation yeah. is coming to that particular genre because it's a very interesting genre. Yeah, it, for sure, 100%. Um, so I, I've been playing another game uh, just in the past uh, 48 hours or so that I wanted to talk about. I started playing this game called CrossCode. So, okay. So, so CrossCode is basically, imagine um, the perspective of... Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, so that kind of that top-down look and feel. Uh, but then it's a twin-stick shooter, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still a Zelda game in the sense of, like, here's little puzzles that you have to do in a dungeon. The fighting is kind of frantic. Um, so it's... The game setup is that, like, you're this character that's like, okay, of course you have amnesia, so you don't know anything. <laughs> you can't talk or anything like that. But it, it's a very... Um, interesting take on on that kind of trite um, setup, but you're in an MMO, so it's kind of like. Do you ever play like the dot hack games or ever? No, um, I would always but, like hear about those watching G four, but I never actually right. played one. Or like, or like Sword Art Online is like. So you are. It's like a virtual reality MMO type thing, but a character is like something happened in the game which affected them in real life, and now they have to play the game to like unlock what's going on in their real life it's so okay dumb yeah one of the, like yeah. that setup yeah but but the the actual framework of the game feels like an mmo kind of so like you're getting a ton of quests you're going out into like this giant overworld and fighting kind of random creatures that are like some of them are friendly and then when you attack them obviously they they try to attack you but you know some of the more menacing monsters will be aggressive instantly the the boss battles always have like a fun little trick that you have to learn it's it's a very cool game. Like it's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of text. 
Uh, it's kind of JRPG-like uh, in mm. that sense, and there's a lot of menus. Like the, Did you ever uh, play Final Fantasy X? Um, only a little bit. Like, only a little bit at a friend's house way back when. Right. So, like, the, the way that they handle leveling up in that game is similar to this one, where they give you this giant web of skill points, it's or uh, skill nodes that, like, kind of all branch out, and you're just given points to, like, fill in the tree, and as you go down certain branches, new things unlock. You know, it's hmm, it's pretty cool. You don't There's see a... progression systems like that much these days. It's it's very in depth. There's a lot going on, and I'm barely scratching the surface. Like I've only put like three hours into it, and I think there's a whole lot more complexity coming. But like, it's a very fun. It's a very very fun experience. I, I, like, I if you like, it's it's like a Zelda like JRPG. Like if that sounds interesting to you, like you might get into this game. It's it's yeah. really fun. I'd at least look into it because it sounds yeah. intriguing. I'm not sure if it would be for me, but it sounds like worth looking into at least. Yeah, and it's in like the the art style is really cool. The music's been really catchy and, and and pretty solid so far. So like it's, I like it. I, like I'm definitely gonna keep playing this game uh, when I can for sure. Um, have you been playing anything else, or is that has that been it for you? Uh really, just that. Yeah, not a whole lot else. I've been. I have been um, dabbling around with um, Hearthstone's single-player content a bit, Ooh. but not not really at length. I'm kind of like I'm getting that itch of like I want to play Hearthstone again, but I'm so many expansions back, and I don't want to like spend a lot of money, but I know I'd want to like spend just like a little bit so I could be competitive in the scene. Maybe I'll try free-to-play for a bit just to you know get yeah. some easy ranks at the low ranks, but. It's like that's it's itching me. It's itching me in the back of my mind. I think I might be going back to it, but I don't know. Oh no! Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Find out next episode. <laughs> well, well, speaking of going back, we're gonna go back in time to oh, yes? 1993. Sega Genesis. The episode title. Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. That is the game we played for this episode. Uh, yeah, it to, is. Yeah, tune in after the break to, <laughs> uh, to hear us talk about this classic. Welcome back to Hey, I Like That Game. Tony, uh, would you like to introduce today's titular game? Okay, so uh, Shinobi 3, Return mm-hmm. of the Ninja Master, as I yep. said, 1993. Uh, I would say this is an action, like, side-scrolling game for the Sega Genesis. Uh, it's the third in the Shinobi series, which, uh, if you've ever heard of Ninja Gaiden, it's very similar to that. Um, you know, the... Uh, early 90s late 80s uh ninja game you know kind of an action uh platformer type thing um i had this game as a kid i played it obsessively oh my god i played so much of this game and um it's so funny as i was playing it through again um i probably haven't played that game in 15 years like i haven't even picked up that controller in 15 years to play that game 
it all came back to me instantly. Oh my God. Um, it was such a nostalgia trip, but I'm glad, I'm glad we're doing this show because games like this, I get to go back on and like, think about in a more critical way. Right. Um, this game does not, I <laughs> coming back to it. It's not very good. You I don't love, like it? <laughs> no, I fucking love this game as a kid. There's like so much nostalgia there, but Man, it's it's kind of frustrating to play. Uh, what was your uh, experience when you first started playing it? Because you didn't okay. have any idea what this game was. I had right, I had the faintest idea. Uh, so yeah. I did have a Sega Genesis. It was my brother's, and so I you know would play every so often. We always played like uh, there's X Men Two something subtitle, which we played a lot. There was a wrestling game we played a lot, but like we never had a game like this, and I didn't know what to expect. And the first thing this game does is when you boot it up, it hits you with its awesome soundtrack. It is oh, so yeah. 90s Sega, like, rad 16-bit music, and I love it. This soundtrack slaps so yeah, hard. Yeah, it does. It's so fucking good. Oh, my God, the music's so good. I think, I like, the opposite of what you experienced is what I experienced. I just expected huh. some crappy side scroller platformy beat em up whatever and then i get in and i get a game that was deeper than i thought it was gonna be is just unashamed of itself and i had a fun time with okay so huh interesting so like what the the interesting thing about this game is that so it's separated out into seven different rounds which are stages that have multiple levels within them and each kind of level within each bigger round has like a very uh, distinct art style and music yeah. that goes along with it. So this game is visually very astounding. Like when you think about it uh, comparatively at the time, and even now, the game still looks good. The, the game still sounds oh, yeah. really good. But like art style wise, it's all over the fucking place. Sometimes it's like hyper military. Sometimes it's creepy sci-fi other times it's like old school feudal japan like right but that's what's beautiful about this game it's not ashamed <laughs> of itself this doesn't mean anything it's just we want to have fight scene or fight gameplay in all of these different rad ideas we came up with how do we string those together i don't know fuck it a ninja go do it yeah and yeah. that's exactly what happened so there's like a forest where you like the first mission is you're in a forest and you're fighting other ninja people and you're like oh that's what this game's gonna be like i'm just gonna be like slinging shuriken uh, whatever shurikens. knives shurikens there we go uh at ninjas for the entire game in different scenario and then the immediate next mission you're in like a techno city with military dudes and then you're mm-hmm. like in a cloning lab or something with like yeah, sludge monsters and floating brains, it gets you're fighting. Bonkers. You fight Mecha Godzilla in this game. <laughs> you fight so many brains in that lab stage. Like everything is a brain, and they're all mutated and trying to kill you. Like there's a fly brain. There's like a brain that has little arms and legs. Uh huh. There's like <laughs> it's fucking wild, man. Like. I don't know how you feel about auto-scroll levels, but I think the ones in this game are fucking sick. Like, the ones where he's on uh, on horseback, the one yeah. where he's on um, the, surf, like the, the surfboard, it's pretty fucking great. Like, those, they have such a style to them. Like, I feel like the gameplay itself is never, it's either 
not challenging or frustrating. Like I never feel like it's um, finds a good sweet spot because there's a lot of levels where if you just kind of jump around and throw kunai out, you're gonna hit enemies before they load on screen. So yeah. it's almost it's almost way too easy at those points. But then you have parts where you have a jumping puzzle that's going on and you're also having to fight enemies at the same time and oh you try to make this double jump somebody shoots you now you fall down and then you die because you fall off screen like that's yeah. not fun yeah you know this, this like many retro game um, like many retro games like this really benefits from being able to use an emulator and save states um, yes yes that yes. honestly like this game and a bit of super punch out were almost saved for me because of that function yeah I could see that. So, it, it's funny playing it this time on an emulator, like I did. I could use the save states, and I had never played this game like that before. So, playing as a kid, I learned very quickly that as soon as you boot the game up, you go into options, you turn it on easy mode, and then it gives you eight lives for every continue you have. So, mm-hmm. with that amount of like, you end up having like twenty-four lives. Like, tw- I think twenty-four lives without getting any of the extras you know, in each of the level. So yeah, like that's the only way I was ever able to beat this game as a kid, but you know, playing it with safe states now, it's like, yeah, that final boss, like that fucking sucks. If you lost on that and then you're not able to boot it right back up, you know? Right. Right. Uh, there are, there are fail states in this game where you game over, you have to start all the way back at the first level again. And that sucks. You know? Oh dang. Yeah. That's real bad. But you know what? This game is short enough where, um, you can beat it in a single sitting, and it's like, oh, that's totally fine. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's like it three only took hours me like so. it only took me like two hours. Yeah, maybe and two hours because like, I got stuck on some dumb shit that I would I shouldn't have been, you know? Right, like um, the speed run of this game is twenty five minutes, and there's really not like glitches or major skips, so yeah. it's just like it's you just can perf- beat it that quickly. So the thing about this game that I really like, it's like it's very execution based. It's it's about jumping the right level, throwing a kunai, uh, hitting somebody while you're in full stride so you can keep running fast. Like, I like it as a speedrun game. Like, if I ever picked a game to say, okay, I'm going to speedrun something, it's going to be this game. Because I, I didn't realize how... Um, how much I knew about this game when I like when I sat down and played it, like it all came back to me instantly. Like I was able to, you know, like one cycle all of these bosses, like make it through the lab, like no problem every time. This game feels really good, and then there are spots that feel terrible. Like I feel like it's that tricky. double jump. Um, so the, one of the things I, I I struggled with this game is that it feels very fluid to control. Like execution feels solid in this game. But it's also really clunky in some ways. Like, um, Jake, you remember how I was talking about in Metroid Fusion? I didn't like the the space jump, like the rhythmic button pressing mm-hmm. you had to do the double jumps, right? Um, you had to do that in Shinobi as well, and it just doesn't feel nearly as good. Right, um, right. There's a real timing to that double jump, and there is a lot of cool execution and there's like a wall jump in this. There's a double jump in it. There's like a, uh, yeah. a jump kick that you can pull off, but it's all like the way you do it with controls just doesn't feel very good. So it's so easy to not properly do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
it boggles my mind that he doesn't have a slide. You know, like a Mega Man slide on the ground? Yeah. Like, this game feels very fast. Like, it's built to be played quickly. You're supposed to be not, like, sitting back and slowly poking at enemies. You're supposed to run, like, be sprinting the entire level. Like, that's how they're built to be. Or maybe that's what they envisioned when they built this game but it just they just don't nail it quite right um or maybe i can't nail it right <laughs> maybe it's an execution on my well part. i think there's a i think you're right with that where when you're running and you have like do the, do the dash and you get that right and you're nailing your double jumps and you're hitting the platforming it does feel really good but yeah there's just like the arsenal really isn't there to make that happen yeah it's and the fact that you can't grab edges like metroid mm-hmm. where you can grab onto a ledge and pull yourself up you cannot do this in this game so there are jumps that are like you have to do a double jump which puts you in a state where you're like spinning like somersaulting and sometimes you will miss an edge of something that you're trying to to jump onto and it's like I, I, why can't you just grab onto it you know like it just it, there's just a couple of things about the game that that control oddly but so much of it i absolutely love like the level i think it's called traps round six it's the one where the entire first part of the level is you're jumping on boulders that are falling out of the sky and you have to jump up that yeah it's like almost like a jumping puzzle where you have to jump up these boulders as you're making your way up a like cliffside to get to this castle or whatever it's so fun executing that perfectly, but as soon as you fuck it up once and then you die uh, after like a perfectly executed section of the level, it's like the most hope draining thing, you know? Like it fucking sucks. Right, right. This is, I think, one of those games where death is punishing in a way that really ruins the fun. Yeah. And sure, yeah. like death needs to matter, but it also shouldn't. You shouldn't have that feeling all the time in like an undeserved way not like a dark souls where it's like a lot of times you feel like okay that death is understandable and kind of earned but in this it's like ah shit i fucked up a jump and now i gotta restart and now i'm frustrated and just want to stop playing yeah yeah it's it's rough but like this game's soundtrack is so good there's just so much cool stuff in this game it's so cool it this game is definitely got a wow in a cool factor for it sure. It does. Like, it's so nineties. <laughs> the the second level starting like so the first level starts off like ah eh, it's only okay like that that first boss is not great. The underground part after where you're in the woods is not super great. But then the beginning of the second level where you're on horseback, there's ninjas flying in on kites. <laughs> like it's it, like it's crazy. Uh, and it looks really cool, and it sounds even better. But, like, when you're actually talking about playing the game, like, the mechanics of playing the levels, it's like, oh, this is this is just kind of boring, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Like, there are the auto-scrollers like that um, where it forces you into the action, and you're supposed to, like, move quickly and uh, be jumping around a lot and not sitting back and poking, but the game really doesn't do anything to stop you from doing that. So that's yeah. how I played a lot of the games. I would just, you know, sit back, dodge the slow-moving projectiles and fling a kunai from far away. And unless I had to with the auto-scrollers, I was being very meticulous. And there was nothing to stop you from doing that. Yep. Yep. 
But, um, okay, I have a question for you, actually. Ooh, <clears throat> do tell. So, in this game, you get a ninjutsu. You get one ninjutsu per life. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find, find power-ups uh, to give you another ninjutsu, but typically a ninjutsu is a hyper powerful you know single or you know single use thing right did you know that you could change ninjutsu in the start menu i had no idea (laughs) i knew it this game hides that very very (laughs) important thing that makes this game incredibly easy like certain bosses using one ninjutsu versus another make is like a make or break uh a make or break element of uh, finishing it easily, you know? Right, um, and you have, like, this default one where you basically get a shield and it makes you invulnerable for quite a long time. But... Yeah, it's a long time. It feels like it's, like, 15 seconds or something. Yeah, you know? like, it's maybe... a real long it's... invincibility period. And I just didn't know you could change off that. Like, yeah, it, like, that's really powerful unless you hit, like, get into the hitboxes and do more damage and whatnot. But... Yeah, there are other ninjutsus that I, like, watched gameplay videos of, and it's like, wait, you can do that? Yeah, it's it, this game does not communicate any of its controls or options at all. Like, it's uh, the only way to figure out how to play this game is just to experiment. It's like you're just pre- you just got to press buttons and figure shit out. Uh, right, or, like, it, it doesn't you have the you instruction anything. manual. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels really good turning your ninjutsu to like the fire one because like on bosses you can like quick kill them using those um ninjutsus and then some of like you were saying like the mecha godzilla that you fight yeah if you turn on the invincibility shield on that one it's like stupid easy um, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's uh yeah. that would have been good knowledge to know but on the I, whole I, I don't know i thought having like uh once per life invincibility thing was really powerful and really cool too yeah, that's it's it's really good. And the other thing that we haven't we failed to mention so far is that you can get these these power ups called the, it's just pow. That's what the little power up says. Right. But that that makes your uh, your attacks stronger. So your kunai that when you throw them are uh, like covered in fire and they do more damage. Your basic attacks from your close and melee range become a sword instead of a dagger. So like everything you do is stronger and. We, we're talking about speed a lot with this game, right? It's very kinetic. Well, the the POW, when you picked it up, your power attacks, you lose them when you get hit. So that's kind of a, a, a risk-reward thing that you have going on, too, is that, like, so the game wants you to play it fast, but then if you fuck up, you lose your power, you know, um, that if you carry that into a boss fight, you can kill guys, like, so fast, right? Yeah, um, yeah, it's super powerful. And... yeah. That's, like, one of the ways or areas where this game kind of gets a bit more of depth to it in that, like, there's that power up there and this is how you avoid losing it. And, like, in the controls there's a bit of depth too and, I don't know, in the enemy type, but, like, I never, like, this game always just, like, kind of felt, I don't know, incomplete in a way. Like, I wish they had just made the, like, platforming or, like, the controls just a bit tighter or giving you, like, a few more options to, like, sh- like throw kunai, like, up in the, up, like, straight up ahead or diagonally or something. Like, that would have really changed it. And those, like, small things could have made this from, like, what I thought was good and fun into something that could be really great. Um, and that's a frustrating uh, yeah. thing. Yeah, this is, 
it's just such a tough game to to talk about because it's like you know it's a fun single like single use like sit down and play kind of game but i i feel like shinobi 3 is a game that i'm glad i played a bunch when i was a kid but like just talking about the just the last video game I played, like Metroid Fusion. I would go back and play Metroid Fusion again before I play Shinobi Three again, because um, mm-hmm. there's just so much more that you can you can get out of the Metroid game as opposed to the Shinobi game. I don't know. It's um, I miss the art style and the music of Shinobi. Like the so Shinobi cool. games are gone. It's like so, Shinobi's like that like full unabashed 16-bit 90s game. That's a certain aesthetic that we'll never really be able to recreate again. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of neat. When it works, it works, and it barely works. But when it does, it's really fun. And this mm-hmm. is one of those, like, aesthetics. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, have, have, I have such mixed feelings about this game. Well, then uh, let's finish. What's your, what's your rating for this one, Tony? Okay. So, like... It's almost, I almost have to talk about this in like in context, right? So, like, I think this is a hey, I like this game uh, just because of the style and all of that um, and the nostalgia to me. Like, hey, I like this game. But if we're talking about recommendations, like, should you go out and play this game? It's like, no, I think you can pass that. I think you pass on this game. Like, I would say I don't hate this game for sure. I definitely don't hate this game. Um, but I don't know if I could say highly recommended because there are some very frustrating things about it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just the horseback level and the <laughs> surfing level are cool. <laughs> They're so cool. That kind of carries it. But it, I can see people getting frustrated with it. I don't know. What about you? What do you, th- what do you think about this game? Uh, so for one time, maybe one time only, I'm kind of given that I'm going to try it on for this episode i'm gonna go with tony's method of hey i like it or hey i don't like it so this game is just super fun it keeps topping itself it's of course like play it on an emulator don't play it seriously abuse save states and just revel in this goofy fun 16-bit sega game and in that situation definitely hey i like that game there you go. Yes. But yeah, there's <laughs> like this era of gaming has made better games that if you're going to like play one 16-bit game, don't make it this, but I thought it was good. I it it beat my it's, expectations. So like imagine this scenario. Somebody's like give me one side-scrolling action adventure game for the Genesis to play. Is this the one you say? No. It's more like like Gunstar Heroes is the better version of this game, you know, because <laughs> there's there's more strategy, there's more choice. Um, it it plays faster. It's it more also bonkers has a cool style. somehow. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. It's even crazier. So like Shinobi Three comparatively to that is like ain't shit, but it's fine. Like that game's fine. Like it's fine. It's not a masterpiece though. <laughs> here to here, I, Shinobi Three. It's fine. <laughs> that's. <laughs> my seal of approval <laughs> it's so so <laughs> hey i like that game it's fine <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh so what are we what are we playing next time jake uh so 
This one kind of came to me in a moment of inspiration. It's a game that's not extremely old that I never actually finished, but it's kind of been on my mind a bit. Uh, so for the next episode of Hey, I Like That Game, okay. Okay. we're going to be playing Metro 2033. Oh, I actually have this game, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I think I already have this game. I just want to finish this game. <laughs> Yeah, same thing. Like I started it and I just didn't even uh didn't even finish it. Let's and this see. game is like Te- and the series 2033, is, I have it here too. It's yeah. like a cult right. classic sort of series and I really really want to revisit it and I want okay. somebody to do it with me. Okay. <laughs> so, I like, I like this idea. I like this idea. I'm 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 really excited. I'm excited to talk about it. I have 84 minutes played, so I've like barely gotten in the campaign. I'm sure, um, but wow. I'm gonna, I want to start I, a fresh fresh game and really see what see what we think about this. So I purchased I purchased this game in 2014. 2000. I got it uh, January 5th, 2013. Nice. Yeah. Metro so. Let's let's find out if uh, Metro 2033 is the the cult classic it deserves to be. Or if uh, something about a nuclear winter pun. <laughs> we can just cut a really good... Here, nuclear winter puns, go! It's, your uh, face melts. This, um, uh, it's, it's, it's colder than uh, what the, the Sahara Desert's going to be after the nuclear winter. <laughs> um, it's like... I got nothing. We're so good at improv. Say- Guys, let's tune into our improv uh, podcast... Hey, I like that prompt. It's uh, like, hey, uh, we need an occupation and your favorite color, and we'll just make up. We'll do a mix them up. We'll uh, make dentist, up uh, purple. <laughs> hey, Sonic blue. Listen, Sonic. Uh, I wanna, I wanna replace your teeth with purple teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. I'm this glad is the we're best still content. recording. I'm, I'm, so, yes. I'm glad we're recording. <laughs> Fucking Jesus, uh, are we done yet? We done with this show? <laughs> nope. This show is your I, we, purgatory, Tony. It's gonna go for we eternity. Need, we need to talk about this for six more hours. <laughs> uh, do you want to play some Realm Royale? Sir? <laughs>